0: and welcome to Prophecy Girls, a Buffy Rewatch podcast. I'm Stephanie Chow, pronouns she, her.
1: And I'm Kara Babcock, pronouns she, her. Join us each week as we break down every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer from the beginning.
0: This is a spoiler-free podcast. So, whether you're watching for the first time or longtime fans like us, we'll be analyzing every episode, character,
1: and storyline like it's our first time, too. During this rewatch, we'll reminisce about our memories of Buffy, discuss the show's cultural impact, and provide honest commentary on the show from a 21st century lens. Thanks for listening. Now, on to the episode. Welcome to a bonus episode of Prophecy Girls. We have some special guests and today we're doing a table read of season four episode 20. (laughs)
0: Yes (laughs) yay. Uh, The
1: Yoko Factor. Yeah
0: yeah we've done this once before Uh, we did it with band candy with the same ladies except now we have another podcast to introduce, plus another host, and we also lost a host along the way
1: <laughs>
0: for creative differences, or just because she's sick, we don't know, we don't ask. Uh, let's introduce ourselves, so um, you will know Cara and I, but th- I'm Steph, uh, pronouns she, her.
1: Cara, pronouns she, her, and we have with us hosts of Becoming Buffy, as well as Investigating Angel.
2: And I'm Sarah, I'm host of Becoming Buffy and Investigating Investigating Angel pronouns she her
3: I'm Leah I'm just on becoming Buffy and my pronouns are she her <laughs>
4: and I'm Leia, and I'm just on investigating Angel and my pronouns are she her
3: but you and guys bounce an- between
0: right
4: yeah, yeah between each
3: other. we've done yeah. uh crossover
2: episodes there'll be more yeah we're also missing one of our co-hosts Tabby I know you mentioned that before but she says she wishes she could be here but she's yeah she's over on becoming Buffy as well
1: we're so excited to have you here thank you for doing this with us oh
0: 100 and we had such a good time last time we got such good feedback people loved it they're like we need more of this we're like we hear you loud and clear we're gonna have more it's just we can't just you know sprinkle bonus episodes at everybody all the time Right, like that's just spoiling. So we have decided we'll do it over the holidays. Get together with our friends over the uh, coming Buffy and Investigating Angel. We're really excited to cover the Yoko Factor because, as Car and I mm-hmm. talked about when we recapped it, we're like, this is a really fun episode. Everyone has good lines. Everyone shines. So it, it was an easy choice for us.
1: It's a talky episode too, right? So it's less. Uh, Steph having to narrate a whole bunch of action and it's more (laughs) people, you know, fighting and debating and that's what's going to make it fun as a table read.
0: Yeah. So let's go around and say who's playing what. Obviously, we have to take on more than one role and everyone can get used to our voices and then we can get started. So I will be the narrator. I will also play Mr. Ward who comes in at the beginning. I will be playing a commando that goes on the radio at one point. And I've taken on the challenging task of playing Riley Finn.
1: (laughs) I'm going to be Colonel McNamara, as well as Willow and Forrest.
2: I, Sarah, am going to be playing
3: Adam. I'm going to be playing Giles, Anya, and the random lieutenant. Uh, I'm Leah. I'm going to be playing Spike, Tara, and Buffy.
4: And I am Leah, and I will be playing Xander and Angel.
0: <laughs> A contrasting oh my choice. My <laughs>
4: so
1: I'm not going to be able to tell you two apart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Same <laughs> character, it right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> this will be so fun, honestly. Um, so I'll be the narrator, so I will walk us into the episode. Are you ready? Ready. Ready. All right, let's fade in to a white haired man in a suit who's sitting behind a desk. The office he's in is dark, and the reflection of Colonel McNamara is seen on the glass of the monitor. Mr. Ward says, And the men?
1: These are exceptional boys. Their capture ratio just keeps increasing. They're keeping it together. Morale's a problem. The death of Professor Walsh, the escape of the prototype. Controlling the HSTs is getting harder. We have serious overcrowding in the containment areas. Quite a mess. It's not my mess, sir. I'm just holding the fort while you figure out what you want to do with the place.
0: This incident with Finn was unfortunate.
1: Fell in with a bad crowd. Quite frankly, I don't think he was ever the soldier that y'all hoped he was. Boy thinks too much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait, what? They're really trying kind to of hype Riley up. You know, boy thinks too much. It just, it got me. Um, nevertheless, we want him back. The government invested a sub. We'll
1: catch up to him. My feeling is he won't stray too far from the girl.
0: Yes, um, Buffy Summers. Our data banks don't have much on her.
1: She's just a girl.
0: We cut to Spike talking to Adam in Adam's cave hideout
3: she's a lot more than that the slayer's dangerous is all i'm saying yes
2: she makes things interesting
3: <laughs> no see you're not getting it mr bits you're gonna be interestingly dead little miss tiny's got a habit of what the bollocks like, what is that
0: <laughs> what is this you can tell i'm
3: not british <laughs> <laughs> i'll redo that part Little Miss Tiny's got a habit of bollocksing up the plans of every would-be unstoppable badass who sets his foot in, in town. Just want you to know when the big ugly goes down, the Slayer's gonna be right in the thick of it. You ready for that? I'm counting on it.
0: Fade in on Spike lighting a cigarette. Two Slayers. That's right.
2: And you'll kill them both?
3: Yeah, I'll kill the hell out of them. Yet you fear this one. Hey, watch it, mate. I don't fear anything. Just know my enemies. Do you?
2: Then why haven't you killed this Slayer yet?
3: Because stinking rotten luck is why. On top of that, now I got this bugger chip in my head.
2: <laughs> yes, you be your behavior modification circuitry. I know what you feel. Not likely. You feel smothered, trapped like an animal, pure in its ferocity, unable to actualize the urges within, clinging to one truth like a flame struggling to burn within an enclosed glass, That a beast this powerful cannot be contained. Inevitably, it will break free and savage the land again. I will make you whole again. Make you savage.
3: Wow, I mean, yeah. I get why the demons all fall in line with you. You're like Tony Robbins. If he was a big, scary, Frankenstein-looking, you're exactly like Tony Robbins.
2: I will restore you to what you once were when I have the Slayer, how and where I want her.
3: Easier said. She's crafty, her and her little friends. Friends? There's your, what do you call it, variable. The Slayer's got pals, you want her evening the odds in a fight you don't want the Slayerettes mucking about. Take them away from her. Now there's a plan. She's working solo. She won't have a chance to come after us when the wild rumbus begins. Plus, it will make her miserable, and I never get tired of that. Yeah, leave them to me.
2: You can't hurt them. What can you do to make sure they're out of the picture?
3: Not a blessed thing. They're going to do it for me.
0: Cut to Buffy's dorm as she enters her room, still wearing the clothes we saw on her when she was in LA to see Angel. She crosses the room to lay on her bed. She doesn't close her eyes and there's a forlorn look on her face. We cut to the ruins of Sunnydale High School. Riley has set up a camp and it looks like he's been there for a while. Xander is there with a backpack on his shoulder. Riley says, Do you know she's back yet? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: la woman haven't heard from her she'll probably come here first thing though hey who's your buddy
0: xander swings the backpack from his shoulder and tosses it to riley
4: so you don't have to be gi joe while your civvies are getting washed try those on you'll feel like a new man
0: would this man have a bright red nose and big floppy feet hey i'm sorry that's the cabin fever talking
4: but as post-apocalypse splendor goes
0: I've done wonders with the place. Yeah. Still, the sooner Buffy gets back, the better I'll feel.
4: (laughs) You and me both, big guy.
0: I take it you're not an Angel fan either?
4: Well, it's not like I hate the guy. Just, you know, the guts part of him.
0: Can't blame you. But to be fair, it's not him you hate, it's the curse, right? Uh, what did Buffy tell you? On Angel? Everything. More than I wanted to know sometimes. She loved him, he turned evil, he killed people, she cured him, he left. Interesting little curse. One moment's happiness. What do you mean?
4: You know, it's his trigger. Angel's an okay guy if he's mopey and sad and brooding, but if you give him even one second of pure, real pleasure...
0: Uh, that sets him off.
4: Only in the big old kill-your-friends kind of way. And you know what makes Angel happiest? I'll give you a... a- <laughs> I'll, I'll, give give you you a a <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It's not creme brulee. I'll
0: give you a hint of this, and then we'll talk about that. um But B- Buffy, sex with Buffy.
4: <laughs> she kind of left that part out, huh?
0: Yeah, she did. That explains a lot of things that I wish weren't explained. <laughs> hey, man, that's all ancient history. She went running to LA to bone up on her history.
4: No, I'm sure it's boneless. She just needs to make sure everything's okay. She's probably back already. Maybe. You'll feel a lot better when you see her.
0: I guess we'll see. We cut to Giles' apartment. He is sitting on the side of his sofa playing Freebird on the guitar. Giles will sing now. (laughs) Giles doesn't remember how Freebird goes, so he'll do his best.
2: (laughs) if i leave here tomorrow would you still remember me well i must be traveling on now there's far too many places i've got to see <clears throat> and if i stay here with you girl things just couldn't be the same because
0: i'm free as a bird now <clears throat> Woo! I just want to (laughs) applaud you. Good for you. Uh, Giles (laughs) jumps up from the couch as he's startled to see Spike standing in his home.
3: You know, for someone who's got Watcher on his resume, you might want to cast an eye to the front door every now and then.
0: Spike opens the refrigerator. What do you want?
3: Uh, Spike
0: takes out a transfusion
3: blood bag. Knew I left one. Buffy around? Why? I need to speak to the lady of the house. Hey, be a pet and give her a message for me, would you? Tell her I just might have something she might want. And what might that something be? Information. Highly classified. Not cheap word-on-the-street prattle, either. I'm talking about the good stuff now. Thrill me. It's nothing I know. What you think I'd come running over saying, I've got a secret, beat me till I talk. (laughs) There's files in the initiative. I'm pretty sure I know where. Files? Yeah. Secret. Mission statements. Design schematics. All of Maggie Walsh's dirty laundry, which I guess would include lots of tidbits about... Adam. Well, yeah. Say someone were to risk his life and limb, well, limb, anyway, to obtain said files. It might be worth a little something.
2: At at this point, a cynical person might think you're offering just what we need when
3: we need it most. That person be right, Rupert. uh, Supply and demand. And it won't be cheap this time.
2: (sighs) What do you want?
3: Hmm. Your supply of blood, guaranteed protection, merry bushels of cash, and most important, a guarantee that I'm not going to be slain. Done. With a smile and a nod from you, sorry. Not close to good enough. This deals with the Slayer. I'll tell her. Oh, you'll tell her. Great comfort, (laughs) that. What makes you think she'll listen to you? Because... Very convincing. I'm her watcher. I think you're neglecting the past tense there, Rupert. Besides, she's barely listened to you when you were in charge. I've seen the way she treats you.
0: Giles grows uncomfortable at these words. He grabs the bottle off the bar and starts to pour himself a drink.
3: (sighs) Oh, yes? And how's that? Very much like a retired librarian. Look, I've got what she wants as long as she has what I want. Spread the word. She knows where to find me. I'll think about it.
0: Cut to Tara's dorm room. Willow is sitting on the bed playing with a small black and white kitten in her lap. Tara is sitting on the large chest at the foot of her bed. She is looking through the course selection booklet. Oh,
1: I keep thinking, okay, that's the cutest thing ever. And then she does something cuter and completely resets the whole scale.
3: Did you see her yawn earlier?
1: Yes! I thought I was going to die! Oh, I love you, Miss Kitty Fantastico!
3: We got to get her a real name.
1: It's so cool that she's ours. Uh, yours. That she's- yours is, is cool.
3: She can be ours if you want. You still need an elective. How about sophomore level psychology?
1: Oh. Kinda psyched out since Professor Walsh. Maybe something fun, like drama. I could be dramatic. You cannot have more catnip. You have a catnip problem.
3: Definitely drama.
1: I haven't even dealt with the housing situation yet. Have you done anything? I hear there are some off-campus places that are way cool for groups to, you know, go in on.
3: Oh, I just figured you'd be dorming it up with Buffy again.
1: Well, we haven't really talked about it. I used to assume we'd be roomies through grad school, well into little old ladyhood, you know, cheating at bingo together and forgetting to take our pills. But, But, I don't know. It hardly feels like we're roomies now. I, I mean, she's busy with Riley, and I'm gone a lot too. I guess I should ask her.
0: Cut to someone knocking on Buffy's dorm room door. Buffy opens it to reveal. Riley. I got a little tired of sitting around waiting, so... Buffy is looking at the pants he has on and grins slightly. You join the circus? Xander took my clothes to clean them and left me these. Does he hate me in some way I don't know about yet? I think I would have attracted less attention in my uniform.
3: Is it okay for you to be here?
0: You tell me.
3: I just met with the government branch hunting you down and all.
0: I'm good. He reaches into his back pocket and pulls out a small cell phone, which looks as if it's been jury-rigged. Uh, it took me a while, but I patched into the frequency. Can't sneak up on a guy if he's listening in.
3: You're the sneakiest.
0: That's why they hired me.
3: You okay? Yeah, I just- Angel kind of upset me. How? (laughs) It's not that interesting.
0: Got my attention.
3: He just spun my head a little.
0: You don't want to talk about it.
3: It's just, deconstructing Angel can wait. Right now, I just want to get out of here and patrol and find Adam. We can talk about it later.
0: It's the pants, isn't it? It's okay. I couldn't take me seriously in these things either.
3: Riley, it's not that big of a deal.
0: Tell you what, why don't I get out of your face? You had a long trip.
3: Look, you don't have to go.
0: It's okay. Besides, (laughs) I have to recharge them every two hours or they go dead on me. Okay. Cut to the hall, close up on Riley as he closes the door. He's less than happy as he walks away. Got cut to Spike's crypt. Xander and Anya are there delivering a bundle of clothing.
4: Here, you should have just saved the ensemble from the last time we snuck into the initiative. I'm not a clothing delivery service.
2: Well, he is, kinda. He did Riley yesterday.
0: Spike is looking through the clothes and finds a small pistol.
3: Hello, this is just... swell. Gotta say, liking this quite a lot kinda changes the balances of pow-ow.
0: He <laughs> clutches, <laughs> he clutches <laughs> a hand to his forehead as pain hits him.
3: AK! Oh, come on! You gotta be kidding me! Wow, that
2: chip in your head means you can't even point a gun. How humiliating.
4: Doesn't work anyway. It's a fake.
2: Can't even point a decorative gun?
4: Give it up for, uh, American shipmanship? It doesn't work? What about self-defense? I'm taking a risk here, you know. Can I tell you how much I really don't care?
3: Attitude. See how far that'll take you in boot camp. Say, I hope you get one of those tough-as-nails drill sergeants who's only hard on the men because he's trying to keep them alive when the bullshit starts flying, or bullets... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh. it's, all, it's all start out yeah
0: <laughs> the, I'll, i think we talked about this last time when i take these transcripts from the internet this person um stars out bullets shoots and killed. guns yeah and, you know, like that.
1: i think they were posted on a forum so i think it's to avoid like the uh filters uh, Okay, <laughs> yeah.
0: sorry it- Bullshit, though. <laughs> it really, That's really does.
3: Well, because I'm reading fast, and so I just saw the like, I see like the word, and then it was like, start. So I was like, I thought oh, it
2: too, Leah. I thought it <laughs> too. And then I said it, and I
3: was like, what is that line?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we wrote a couple things, just, you know, really jazzed
3: up the script. <laughs> Take your own personal liberties. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll reset it. Say, I hope you get one of those tough-as-nails drill sergeants who's only hard on the men because he's trying to keep them alive when the bullets start flying. I love that stuff. Boot camp?
4: Yeah, like I'd go there.
3: What? You changed your mind? Not gonna join? You're joining the army?
4: Okay, one, ow. Two, where'd you get that idea? Three, ow! I'm not joining the army. Oh, good.
3: Stop that nonsense just in time.
4: I was never- Who'd you hear this from?
3: Oh, your girly mates were talking something about uh, being all you can be or all you can be and having a laugh. Figured you were signing up. Say, have you gotten anything larger in there, toy gun line?
4: Can you believe this? Like I'm just like I'm some sort of useless lunk. It happens. I'm good at a lot of things. I help out with all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I have kill and stratagems. I'm very help me out. He's Viking in the sack. Terrific.
3: You didn't have these cleaned after the last time, did you?
4: This is so like them lately. It's like it's all about them in the college life. Well, you know what college is? It's high school, only without the actual going to class. Well, high school is kind of like that too. But the point is, I'm out there working hard to make a living. It's nothing but a huge joke to them. Xander got fired from Starbucks. Xander got fired from the phone sex line. They look down on you. And they
3: hate you but they don't look down on me. Hey, it was just a laugh. There's no need to go insane over it. Is anybody talking to you? Sir, no, sir. Cut to the woods.
0: Buffy is patrolling, carrying the blaster Professor Walsh had given her. She's heading toward the cave when Forrest jumps out into the path behind her. They are pointing their blasters at each other.
1: Don't shoot!
3: Give me a reason not to.
1: You're killing humans now?
3: Not yet. Beating you senseless should just be fine.
1: I can have a patrol here in under a minute. So here's the plan. You go your way, I'll go mine.
3: I'm checking out that cave.
1: My orders exactly. Alone? We're spread a little thin, so yeah. Family's tearing apart.
3: Family? What kind of family are you? Cor- Corleons? <laughs> The Corleones. <laughs> oh, Corleones? Oh, uh, uh, keeps keep putting the weird lines. <laughs> she's got three
0: really big roles. Um, Buffy enters the cage, the cage, the cave, and is followed by
3: Forrest.
1: We weren't until you showed up.
3: What? No girls in the
1: club? You think you're the first girlfriend Riley's ever had? Such a big head on that skinny little body. No. You're just the first one to get him to commit treason. Riley had a career, and a future, till he met you. And, yeah, I got a problem with that.
3: A future? A future doing what? Illegal experiments? Torture? Murder? I guess kill someone isn't really a problem for you.
1: Less and less. Now, why don't you get the hell out of here before I-
3: Touch me, and you'll find out what real Slayer strength is
1: like. I think it's about time you showed me then.
3: Yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: They look back the way they came and see Adam suddenly standing there. I think that would be interesting. (laughs) I forgot he just pops up. (laughs) Yes. 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 (laughs) You (laughs) call. His timing is always so good. Um, Buffy steps forward, ready to fire her blaster, but Adam swings his arm and knocks it out of her hands. She quickly strikes with a front kick that does little damage and blocks Adam's arm when he swings it at her again. Forrest rushes in to attack, but Buffy's between him and Adam and shoves him back hard. Get out of here. As Forrest falls to the ground, Buffy hits Adam in the face with a hard backhand. Adam hardly feels it and grabs her by the neck, throwing her across the cave. She slams into the rock wall and dro- drops to the ground. Adam turns his attention to Forrest, and his Pulgera skewer juts out of his left arm.
1: Not moving.
0: Pew pew. (laughs) Pew pew. He raises his blaster and fires it at Adam. Reacting to the blast, Adam arches back, his arms wide as if accepting the charge. Mm. Make a charge sound, Kara.
1: (laughs) 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 The rings of electricity
0: course over his body, then seems to be absorbed within him. Thank you. Go! Get out! But Forrest charges (laughs) who who meets him with the skewer shoving it through his chest. No! (laughs) Forrest quickly goes limp and Buffy runs toward him with his free arm. Adam tosses Forrest's body in the air and it slides off his skewer and crushes into Buffy, knocking her down. Adam immediately picks up Forrest's blaster. Oh, God. Adam fires a blaster. Pew, pew, pew! The charge hits her full force and sends her flying back where she collides with a large boulder. She drops to her knees, and as soon as she's on her feet, she bolts for the entrance. Adam tracks her with a gun and fires another blast. Pew! It just barely misses her, blowing apart a huge chunk of the cave wall. Outside, we see Buffy running down a hill. Uh, Adam's not coming after her, but she's desperate to escape. She suddenly loses her footing. She tumbles down the incline. She doesn't roll very far before she's stopped by a large rock sticking on the ground, hitting her head hard and knocking her unconscious. We can see a gash on the left side of her forehead and a bruise already forming next to her eye. It's now nighttime. Spike is walking casually toward the steps of the courtyard of Giles' apartment building. He is wearing the commando garb that Xander provided him with earlier. He stops before re- reaching Giles's front door, takes one last pull on his cigarette, then grounds it under his boot. He stands there for a minute, then takes a couple deep breaths. <clears throat> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, preps himself and so rushes into getting the- to his lungs <laughs> yeah, he's like <laughs> <laughs> and rushes into the apartment I think I lost the boogers
1: any luck with the discs?
0: Spike pulls out a few discs from his pocket of his flak jacket and commando pants and hands them to Willow
3: took what they had, should be something useful on one of them
1: Hope so. Willow sits down again
3: in front of her
0: laptop and Tara is standing behind her
3: what are we looking for?
1: Anything about Adam.
0: Giles is sitting at the bar, pouring himself a drink. Were there any problems getting in and out?
3: No, I mean, a couple of them made me uh, made me on the way out, but I took care of them. Gave them a good running away from them, did you? <laughs> well, yeah. Wh- when do I get paid? When
2: Willow tells me you've brought us something useful.
0: Tara's looking at what? What she's doing with interest, and he, not- and he notices the subtle but intimate way she's stroking a lock of Willow's hair. Spike raises a thoughtful eyebrow, takes note of this.
3: I could have gone straight to the Slayer, you know. I cut you in, let you pretend you're actually in charge. Now you've got to wait for Red's permission to finish the deal? As soon
2: as we see what's on the
3: discs. It looks like gibberish. Gibberish?
1: They're encrypted.
3: Oh, wonderful. Can you fix them?
1: Crack a government encryption code on my laptop? Yeah. Easy is really difficult pie. Why?
3: You're not exactly the whiz these days either. God, I'm never going to get paid.
1: I am a whiz.
3: She is a whiz.
1: Ever a whiz there was. I <laughs> I just need some time.
3: No, I just heard you weren't. Your mate said you weren't playing with computers so much into the new thing.
1: What new thing?
3: You know, you two. The whole Wicca thing.
1: They were talking about that?
3: Can we go back to business here? I've got a deal at stake.
1: What did they say?
3: Talking about, you know, it's a phase, you'll get over it.
1: What? Who said that? Was it Buffy? Because you know what she means by that.
3: No, she was defending you because Xander said you were just being trendy. Trendy? I don't know what they were going on about. A person wants to be a witch, that's their business.
1: I knew Buffy was freaked.
3: You should talk to her because I'm sure she- uh, pressing business ladies (laughs) don't want to get sidetracked still got your monsters to fight
0: cut to the containment area in the initiative the place is filled with demons every cell occupied some with more than one it it is also noisy with their growling colonel mcnamara has just walked in with a lieutenant and they make their way down the long row of white cells
1: capacity maxed out three days ago, sir. We keep up this pace. There'll be nowhere left to contain the hostels.
3: Why does the lieutenant sound like Kermit? Yeah, it's like Kermit the Frog. Excuse me. hire Muppets.
2: Uh, I don't remember what he sounds like, so I just decided to do something interesting. <laughs>
4: nice.
3: Oh, don't make me cry. They're animals,
1: uh, lieutenant. We pack them in until we're out of room, and then we pack them in some more.
3: <laughs> kermit yeah. kermit you. where's kermit <laughs> they're animals
0: lieutenant oh that's fine this <laughs> you can't change they're it up they're gonna no. start tearing each other apart sir
1: i have no problem with that scenario
0: cut to the communications room which is filled with text and alive with activity and radio chatter one of the officers is receiving an urgent message for help from one of the squads out in the field Backup team, request immediate backup over. They're tearing us apart over here. Two men down from out of nowhere. Mayday, mayday, repeat mayday. We cut to Riley at the ruins of the Sunnydale High School sitting on his sleeping bag. He puts down the soup can he was eating out of and lifts up his jury-rigged cell phone he was listening to. Team Epsilon requested immediate backup. We're in the alley behind the school building. Where the hell is? Fall back! Fall back! It's coming! So we cut to Riley running down an empty street, cut to an alley, and we see a commando go flying across the alley and hit the wall. He hears fighting further down the alley and raises his flashlight, shining it on the back of a figure in a long black coat. As soon as as the light hits him, the person whirls around and glares at Riley. We end the scene off Angel's pissed off expression so fade in angel and riley are facing each other angel is standing amidst the bodies of three more unconscious commandos riley finn i know you we have a friend in common angel angel takes a step forward glancing down at the commandos on the ground welcome in, committee your idea way i heard it you are all peaceable now you didn't by any chance go and lose that pesky soul again, did you? Don't push me, boy. <laughs> now now what possibly could have happened with Buffy that would make you lose your soul? That'd be between me and her. Riley steps in Angel's path and hits the release on the asp in his hand, extending it to a baton. Where do you think you're going? Going to see an old girlfriend. Oh, you really think I'm gonna let that happen? You think you're gonna stop me? I surely do Angel throws a right cross at Riley's face and the two start fighting. Angel throws Riley into a large heap of trash bags and cardboard boxes. They fight. The fight moves to a loading dock where Riley picks up an empty liquor bottle and smashes it over Angel's beautiful head. Angel slams Riley against the door getting his hands around his throat as Riley Yeah. Yeah. Boom. As Riley is forced ah. down under Angel's strength, he pulls out a taser from his jacket and shoves it into Angel's chest. <laughs> <laughs> the shock flings him back, and he falls into a trash heap. Standing over him, Riley tries to hit him with the taser once more, but Angel cra- catches his wrist, lifts Riley, Riley over his head, and growls. <laughs> as he runs with him across the alley to send him crashing into a group of storage drums against the side of the warehouse angel picks him up again and sends him flying to the other side of the alley wow angel hears the loud engine of an approaching vehicle climbs up the side of the warehouse disappears over the top riley manages to get to his feet and hurries on unsteady legs down a narrow passage between two of the buildings before the headlights sweep the alley (laughs) He's also whimpering. <laughs> he also's crying.
1: I feel like this narrator is a little bit biased. <laughs> no. Never.
0: Interpretation. Artistic interpretation Absolutely. Here. Yes. Cut to Buffy's dorm room. She's walking inside looking like hell and removes her jacket as she steps up to the mirror on the wall. Ugly bruises are forming around her gash on her forehead and she winces as she touches it with her fingers. Someone knocks at the door. It's Angel.
4: Angel? Hi. Can I come in? I guess. Ooh, I can feel the tension already. Ugh. Uh, I need a. Uh, I need a little more than that.
3: Oh, um, come in. You're hurt. You too? i I'll live. You want to tell me who ran your face into that doorknob? Not really. It's
4: not world in peril stuff.
3: Let me guess. You thought of something else really hurtful to say, and well, you couldn't tell me on the phone because the funniest part is the look on my face.
4: Buffy, please. I really don't have a lot of time.
3: What's going on?
0: The door bursts open and Riley steps in, steadying himself against the shelf of Willow's desk. He raises his arm and aims the Beretta in his hand at Angel, thumbing back the hammer. I told you, you weren't coming near her.
3: You've gotta be kidding me. This is why you came? No, this was an accident. Running a car into a tree is an accident. Running your fists into someone's face is a plan. Please explain this to me. Put that gun down.
0: It's pretty much all I got left, so I'm thinking not. He attacked four of my men, Buffy. I think he's up to his old tricks.
3: He won't hurt anybody. Tell him.
0: Might hurt you. Please try.
4: Huh? Some threat. You can barely stand.
0: Trigger finger feels okay. You actually sleep with this guy? While his head's turned, Riley punches Angel in the face. Angel quickly hits him back. Okay, stop. Buffy steps in between them and shoves them apart. Riley slams back against Willow's desk and Angel goes flying into Willow's bed.
3: Okay, that's enough. I see one more display of testosterone poisoning and I will personally put you both in a hospital. Anybody think I'm exaggerating? He
0: started. Buffy points a warning finger at him and he wisely shuts up. She walks over to Riley. Riley? I'm sorry. Just wanted to know that you were safe.
3: I need to talk to Angel for a minute. What? (laughs) riley please
0: i'm not leaving this room i mean it buffy took looks over her shoulder and gives angel a slight tilt of her head then walks past riley to the door angel stands up to follow her and doesn't even bother to hide the smirk on his face as he passes riley (laughs) he closes the door and riley is left alone not moving a muscle out in the empty hall buffy turns on angel (laughs)
3: Okay, I come to see you, to help you, and you treat me like I'm just... your ex. Well, technically... Shut up! And then you order me out of your city, and then you come here and start pounding on my boyfriend. I would really like to know what the hell you are trying to do. I was trying to make things better.
0: She regards his sincere expression and can't help herself from... can't keep herself from laughing. It becomes contagious because Angel can't help but also smile.
4: (sighs) Well... It's, uh, going pretty good, don't you think? Swell. You know, I couldn't leave it like that. The way I spoke to you, I came to apologize. I I had no right. And Riley? I got jumped by some soldiers. He came in in the middle. And I wasn't really forthcoming with the benefit of the doubt.
3: Put yourself in his place. I get it. Look, you weren't entirely wrong what you said in L.A., Don't live in each other's worlds anymore. I have no right to barge in on you and make judgments.
4: I'm still sorry. Thank you. And next time, I'll apologize by phone. Uh, things are pretty tense around here.
3: They really are.
4: Can I do anything?
3: Honestly, I think the best thing you can do right now is... Okay. It means a lot that you came.
0: Angel just looks at her for a moment, then starts to walk down the hall. Buffy is heading to her door when Angel turns around again.
4: Oh, and Riley? Yeah?
0: I don't like him. Thank you. Ah, cut to Spike walking into Adam's chamber with a can of beer.
3: Now that was fun! <laughs> you were successful? Easier than I thought it'd be, too.
2: You're sure?
3: Feel it in my bones. It's, uh, called the Yoko Factor. Don't tell me you've never heard of the Beatles.
2: I have. I like Helter Skelter.
3: What a surprise. The point is, they were once a real powerful group. It's not a stretch to say they ruled the world. And when they broke up, everyone blamed Yoko. But the fact is, the group split itself apart. She just happened to be there. And you know how it is with kids. They go off to college, they grow apart, way of the world. So
2: you separate the Slayer from her friends. I'm pleased.
3: Well, since we've got all our ducks in a row and not talking to each other, guess it's time for a grand plan, huh? You know, the one where I get the... Chip- ectomy. You got everything you need, right?
0: No,
2: there's one more thing.
0: Dun dun dun! No. Back to Buffy's dorm room. Buffy and Riley are facing each other.
3: How bad are you hurt?
0: Don't know yet. Night's still young.
3: <laughs> Riley, I have to tell you something. Figured. Maybe you want to sit down?
0: I'm fine.
3: Riley, I-
0: Wait, me first. Buffy, I feel like we've gotten really close. At least I thought we had- <laughs> I don't know how much about Angel or your relationship with him, but all I ask is, if you're going to break my heart, do it fast.
3: What? You think that Angel and I? Didn't you? (laughs) No, of course not. How could you even ask me that?
0: I don't know. Xander said.
3: Xander? Oh, he's the deadest man in Deadonia.
0: No, it's not his fault. I prodded, and he explained how Angel went bad. The trigger. Oh. Oh. After that, I went a little nuts, you know? I mean, on the one hand, I should believe in us. But on the other, sometimes things happen between exes. And when I saw that he was bad.
3: He's not bad.
0: Seriously? That's a good day? Well, there you go. Even when he's good, he's all Mr. Billowy Coat King of Pain. And girls, really.
3: Riley, stop.
0: Buffy takes his hand and they sit on the bed. See? Nuts.
3: Have I ever given you any reason to feel that you can't trust me? I just want to pause <laughs> and talk about Mark Lucas for a
0: second and how he really, he like, he did a good job with these lines, you know? I, mean? I was going to say, I, he, Riley sounds really whiny and really needy
2: <laughs> on paper, but Mark Lucas has inserted a sort of charm that yes. makes him not as whiny and needy. A naivete
0: or how, how's, what's the yeah. word, Cara? Naivete. yes. Because, like, when you put it into a, the hands of an act like someone who's not an actor like me, it's just like it comes off so, like, um,
1: I'm sorry, Steph. You're doing amazing. Hurry <laughs>
0: I'm actually really selling this shit. I know. Sorry. So,
1: no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> then why with the crazy?
0: Because I'm so in love with you. I can't think straight. Tell me about <laughs> it. Riley hugs her and she closes her eyes as she holds him tight.
3: Riley, I still feel like I have to tell you something, and there's no easy way.
0: Just say it.
3: Forrest is dead. I'm so sorry. There was a fight. Adam killed him. I barely got away. I know that there's nothing I can say to make this better, but we will find this thing and destroy it. I have to go. Are you sure?
0: I have to go now.
2: <laughs> to the
3: bathroom. Yeah like to the I gotta pee. <laughs> We
1: People... just passed a rest stop. <laughs> you have to, I have to go. I didn't have to go then. I have to pee now.
0: <laughs> so we cut to Jouse's apartment. Willow is still working on the laptop. Buffy and Tara are standing to either side of her. Anya and Xander are on the couch.
1: It's still encrypted.
3: Well, Willow's working really hard on it. Okay, well, how long before you encrypt it?
1: Hours? Days, maybe. Anyone suggesting months would not be accused of crazy talk.
0: Giles is in the kitchen pouring himself a drink, and he's more inebriated than ever. Whatever happens
2: to Latin, (laughs) at least when they made no sense, the church approved.
3: (laughs) I can't just wait around, Will. The disc is no good to me unless you crack it soon. Hey, we worked really hard getting that. Xander delivered clothing. Church approved. Sorry, you guys, but we're on the clock here. Okay, Adam was at the cave, so maybe he was there for a reason. I can I can go back, scope it out, track him if I have to.
1: Right, and then maybe you'll get lucky and he'll still be there. And he can rip your arms off for you. Buffy, you can't go back alone.
2: You never train with me anymore. He's going to <laughs> kick your ass. <laughs> Giles! Sorry, was it a bit honest? Terribly sorry.
4: So she doesn't go alone.
3: Giles, weapons all around. You're not going, Xander. You'd get hurt.
4: Oh, okay. You and Willow go do the superpower thing. I'll stay behind and putt around the Batcave with crusty old Alfred here. (laughs)
2: Uh, 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 No, I am no Alfred, sir. No, you forget. Alfred had a job. Willow
3: (laughs) is not going either. I'm doing it alone.
0: Willow, Xander, and Buffy are now in the middle of the room. Tara disappears down the hallway. Anya gets up from the couch and follows Tara. Oh
1: great! And then when you have your new no arms, we could all say, "Gee, it's a good thing you were—we were there getting in the way of that."
4: Right. Maybe we can help in other ways. Want some fighting pants, Buff? I can get you some fighting pants. You guys, this isn't helping.
1: Oh wow! We're already getting in the way. We're pretty good at this, Sander, huh?
4: Right. I'm so good at it. You might have to ship me off to the army to get me out of the way. The army. You didn't think I knew about that, did you? You two talking about me behind my back.
3: Us talking about you? How about you telling Riley every last detail of my life with Angel?
1: And besides, when is there any us two? You two are the two who are the two. (laughs) I'm the other one.
4: Uh Uh-huh. And maybe all that changes when I'm doing sit-ups over at Fort Dix. Fort Dix. (laughs) (laughs) Are you drunk? Yes, quite a bit, actually. (laughs) Well,
3: stop it. This is stupid. Stupid? So you finally have the guts to say it to my face? I didn't say you were stupid, so stop being an idiot and let me fix this. Okay, I need you. I need both of you. All the time. Just not now. Adam is very dangerous.
1: Wait, how do you need me? Really?
3: You're, you're good with the computer stuff, usually. And, and there's the witch stuff.
1: Witch stuff? What exactly do you mean by witch stuff?
3: You guys, what is happening? This is crazy. Oh, no, it's not. It's all finally
2: making perfect sense, and I'm not going to miss a moment of it.
0: Giles sets his drink down and tries to sit up, but his aim is off and his ass doesn't... Yeah, his ass... (laughs) This person wrote this so funny. His aim is off and his ass doesn't come close to hitting the chair, and he drops to the floor. And Giles bathroom. Anya is sitting on the closed lid of the toilet, and Tara is leaning against the side of the tub. They can still hear the muffled argument on the other side of the closed door.
3: You think this will go for a while? Hard to say. Nice bathroom.
0: I like the tile. Cut back to Giles' living room. And if I joined the
4: army, I'd be great. You know why? Because they might give me a job that couldn't be done by any well-trained border collie.
0: That's it. I'm going to bed. Giles tumbles towards the stairs and struggles to take off his sweater as he stomps up them. (laughs) (laughs)
1: No, you do wonderful in the army. Hey, do you think the umbilical cord between you and Anya can stretch that far?
0: I knew it! I knew you hated her! Giles' sweater drops down from the loft above and falls on cover, covering his face.
1: Look, I'm not the one being judgmental here. I'll leave that territory to you and Buffy.
3: Judgmental? If I was any more open-minded about the choices you two make, my whole brain would fall out.
4: Oh, and superior... Don't forget that. Just because you're better than us doesn't mean that you can be all superior.
3: (laughs) You guys, stop this. What happened to you today?
1: It's not today. Buffy, things have been wrong for a while. Don't you see that?
3: What do you mean wrong?
1: Well, they certainly haven't been right since Tara. We have to face it. You can't handle Tara being my girlfriend.
4: No, it was bad before that. Since you two went off to college and forgot about me, just left me in the basement too. Tara's your girlfriend? Bloody hell!
3: <laughs> <laughs> Enough! All I know is that is you want to help, right? Be part of the team? Will and Xander say in unison.
1: Really I don't know wanted. anymore.
3: No, no, you said you wanted to go. So let's go, all of us. Walk into that cave with you two attacking me and the funny drunk drooling on my shoe. Hey, hey, maybe that's the secret way of killing Adam. Buffy. Is that it? Is that how you can help? You're not answering me. How can you possibly help? So I guess I'm starting to understand why there's no ancient prophecy about a chosen one and her friends. If I need help, I'll go to someone I can count on.
0: Buffy leaves. We cut to Adam's lair. Adam turns when someone walks into the chamber. I've been waiting for you. Cut to a close-up of Riley. And now I'm here.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> to oh be continued.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
3: Oh, we forget that Riley goes there. That's so embarrassing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I think when we were talking about this episode, too, and Buffy's like, I got to go find someone I can count on. And we were like, well, Angel's leaving town. You better hurry. <laughs> like, it's certainly. <laughs> you're, <not talking laughs> about. you're surely not talking about Riley. <laughs> she surely
1: is. Surely oh
0: you. God. Surely.
2: What an awful word.
1: Uh, <laughs> wonderful job, everybody. That was amazing. Well
0: done. A little round of applause yay so fun we want to thank you guys for joining us with our own takes and versions of what these <laughs> characters could sound like
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: thanks for inviting us guys this is so fun it so it's fun. one of my favorite things to do
3: yeah
0: <laughs> i've never done this before this is my first time doing this yeah yeah we'll have to pick uh more fun episodes as we move forward right uh so- car and i are yeah. in.
1: absolutely
0: yeah, we we really are enjoying season five right now, so there's a lot of funny episodes that are coming out of this.: mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. Season five is like the dialogue and stuff is really it's catchy. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. I mean, the dialogue in the last scene of this episode, well, not last scene, but like the <laughs> climactic scene, right? I just love the way that all these characters are getting upset at each other.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. You two are
1: the two who are the two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thanks everybody for joining us. Um, for those of you who listened at home, hope you enjoyed. Don't forget, we're still on our vacation right now. <laughs> but Prophecy Girls will be back mid-January.
1: Thank you so much to our Buy Me A Coffee supporters, especially our chosen ones. Lizzie, Holly, Kayla, Brady, Jordan, Lena, Julian, Nicola, and Luis.
0: Emma, Teza, Kyle, Destiny, Erica, Allison, Jace, Haley, and Tasha. All right. Thank you, Becoming Buffy and Investigating Angel. Oh, do you guys want to plug... You want to you wanna say where we can find you guys before
2: we leave? Yeah, I mean, you guys can find us, uh, Becoming Buffy Podcast um, on all platforms. We're on Instagram, TikTok, you know, wherever. Same with Investigating Angel. So give us a
0: listen.
1: Sounds good.
0: We'll see you in the new... Well, this is already the new year, I guess. We'll see you soon. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to Prophecy Girls. If you want and can't afford to donate, head over to buymeacoffee.com slash prophecygirls for one time and monthly options.
1: We appreciate all of your support, even if it's just spreading the word about us or enjoying our show week by week.
0: We also invite you to join us in the discussion by messaging us on our social media channels. Follow us
1: at Prophecy Girls Podcast on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. And Prophecy underscore girls on Twitter.
0: Also email us at... prophecygirlspodcast at gmail.com or visit our website prophecygirls.ca where you can find the link to our discord can't wait to hear from you praise Malik see you next week